0: welcome back to that first step podcast. On today's show I talk about all things getting a puppy. Now you might think oh they're so cute and they are they are the most beautiful creatures I have ever seen. However there are things I didn't know before getting waffles and things I'm still learning that I think will be very beneficial to people during these times. Here today, I will share a few funny stories, a few tips and tricks, what I would have done differently, but absolutely still would have gotten waffles all those weeks back when I did, knowing what I know today. So just a heads up, a puppy isn't for Christmas, we all know, and a puppy isn't for coronavirus, it's for 15 to 17 years of your life, fingers crossed. Um, So without further ado, let's get into the show. Okay, so happy days, you're like, yes, I'm getting a puppy. Everyone in my household agrees that it's an okay decision to bring an animal into the house and they also are aware of what they're getting themselves into. So you have the, I suppose, (laughs) permission of your roommates or your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever to allow a puppy into your home. Now it's deciding on the breed. So I knew that I wanted a poodle mix or some sort of a mix that was hypoallergenic because of all my allergies and that's really something to be very sure of. German Shepherds are beautiful, gorgeous dogs, Terriers are gorgeous dogs, well they're all gorgeous but you yourself have to understand the shedding, the allergies and I know myself As much as I love other dogs, I just, my skin and my breathing can't take them, so I knew a poodle mix was definitely something I wanted to invest in. Now, first of all, I decided on the breed and then where to get the puppy from. Okay, lesson number one. I went to a breeder, a reputable breeder, I looked online, did lots of research, checked on Facebook and found a breeder for cockapoos because I settled on a cockapoo because I couldn't find a golden doodle breeder that in my mind was reputable. However, since getting waffles, I've met a few people who have told me they have gotten poodle mixes from the DSPCA and they don't have them on their website because they have too many dogs. And that to me is so sad. It broke my heart when I heard that that the DSPCA can't keep up with the actual load of dogs that get donated or rescued every single day they don't have the actual bandwidth to upload pictures and profiles to their website so one thing I would definitely recommend is if you are in the market I don't even like saying in the market but if you are in a position that you want to bring a dog into your home I would ring the DSPCA ask them about any new rescues that have come in any new hypoallergenic rescues whether that's a poodle mix or a Bichon mix there's a few of them if they are available and as a last resort now i would go to a breeder in my experience and i hope that i can pass on this to people listening that you know we all want the gorgeous looking puppy or maybe we don't i don't know what everyone wants i shouldn't be putting words in people's mouths but in saying that knowing what i know now i would have called the dspca I was on the DSPCA and Dogs Trust website for a couple of weeks before I got waffles and it was all pit bulls, German Shepherds, big dogs or Jack Russells. And again, nothing wrong with those beautiful breeds. However, for me personally, I knew I had to get a hypoallergenic dog. So number one lesson that I have learned and that I hope I can pass on to anyone listening is do your research, but also ring the trusts, ring the rescue centres, because the website doesn't always show true to what's available. And I would much rather rescue a dog than put my money into a system that isn't always deemed ethical, if that makes sense. Because that's on to another episode, (laughs) another lesson. That is that they're not cheap being completely honest, Waffles, she is a cockapoo. She's second generation. So her parents are both cockapoos as well. And I saw both parents when I picked her up. I was going down to get a, a boy dog, a male, um, but I saw her little face and I just had to take her home. But she was 1500 euro. So 1500. They're not cheap. And a lot of the poodle mixes or the Cavachons, you know, the Bijan mixes, or the Malty Poo's, you know, the list goes on of the designer dogs, if you will, aren't cheap. So that's another thing to understand. But when I arrived at at the breeders, I had her microchip cert, her vaccine cert. He also gave me some food to take away and lots of information about her. And he gave me a contact as well of where to pick up a cage and, you know, the essentials for her at a discounted rate. So that was also a plus. Okay, before you even get the dog, another lesson to understand is what you'll need for their first night at home. So I didn't get anything in advance because I <laughs> I was allowed to bring the dog into our apartment by the skin of my teeth, I'd say. There was a lot of pleading for a couple of weeks beforehand and I still don't know how I convinced him but I managed to. Um, he has the patience of a saint with me at this stage <laughs> but I didn't have anything. So the first night I just put down some paper. I think I had a Tesco crate, for when you get Tesco delivery, and I put a blanket in there for her and she slept in the bedroom next to us. And then the following night, I moved the crate closer to the door, the following night closer to the door, and then the third night when the crate arrived, I put her in the hall. I left the crate door open, I put a puppy pad outside her crate and her toys inside. And that way she was in the hall all night, she was outside her bedroom door but there was nowhere for her to go and nothing for her to eat and as in like she couldn't damage anything or eat anything that would damage her and the puppy pad was there as well and it took maybe two or three nights of her having a little wind but she got used to it and then she started sleeping from maybe 10 in the evenings until 6am in the morning which is amazing and yeah I'm not going to lie as well. Those whimpers and crying when you have such a small animal, it takes a lot for you not to go out and say, it's okay, come on in, but you need to be a bit strong and that's exactly what I learned. Okay, while we're on the subject of crate training, I think it might be a good idea now to explain other things you might need for your puppy. So highly recommend a crate. I was so against getting one. I was like, I'm not caging her, blah, 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 (laughs) but For training purposes, they actually love it. They love the environment they have. It feels quite secure. And also it's really good for training them to kind of know what's good and what's not good to do behavior-wise. So for an example, if she was biting or nipping or just not behaving herself, she'd put in the crate and she'd be yapping away. Um, But then once she was quiet, I would put a timer on and after four or five minutes, depending on how, um, maybe stubborn I was or how easy I was at the start on her, um, I'd let her out. And then every time she did something, I wouldn't say anything. I just left her and put her into the crate. And soon enough, after a couple of days, every so often when you'd even put her into the crate, she'd stop barking. She'd know that she had to be quiet. Now in saying that, I think the first time we put her in the crate, I think it was 47 minutes. She was barking hysterically. 47 minutes I don't know which one of us was more like infuriated (laughs) we were just staring at the wall and we couldn't even look at her um it did turn out afterwards that I think she peed in there and she was a bit upset and uncomfortable and she didn't know what was going on of course because it's the first time so I wouldn't recommend leaving their bed in there when you are trying to train them to be good as well but yeah so a crate number one number two poppy pads don't buy them in a pet shop, it's so extortionate. I think I paid like 25 euro for like maybe 10 puppy pads or 12 puppy pads the first time and they go through them like crazy, especially if you're in an apartment. So the next thing I would do is go on Amazon, Amazon Basics, I'll actually insert a link below. I think I got 150 or 120 puppy pads for like 36 euro or something like that. Very, very reasonable Um, and they do go through them quite quickly, especially here because I'll discuss the problems in a minute, but um, yeah, I think highly recommend that. And again, don't spend a lot of money on chew toys. Pretty chew toys are for the owners, not for the dogs. We bought her a few nice ones. Um, We bought her the sausages, they're actually great. The sausages on the rope, they're fantastic because we tied them onto her, her crate and she like dragged them and tug at them, and that was really entertaining. But other than that, ice cubes, loves an ice cube. If she sees you near the freezer, She runs over and expects you to put an ice cube on the floor and she kicks that around and bites it and chews in it and it's really good as well for her teeth. Um, Anything like a tea towel, loves a tea towel. Anything that you can put in the freezer that's cold for their teeth and hard and chewy. Again, even things like a bit of rope or ice cubes or also even wet a tea towel and pop it in the the freezer. That's a good shout. I'm trying to think what else she used to love. Would love Empty Cans 7-Up, Empty Cans of Monster as I'm sure people have seen on Instagram and yeah socks the usual but nothing fancy um yeah cardboard boxes the cheaper the better because what she can't have she loves that's another lesson that I definitely would pass on to people don't spend your money in pet stop or pet world and all the really cute toys they she ignores them ignored all of them (laughs) so I would not waste my money at all there Another thing I did not know was that you can't bring a puppy for a walk until they're fully vaccinated. I did not know this at all. I'm a big walker. I love getting out and getting some fresh air. And when you're in a small one bed apartment, two people working from home and a puppy who's absolutely mad, like a wild thing, loves playing full of energy and you can't leave the house with her for the first six weeks of her life. Yeah, that's well first six weeks of our lives together. (laughs) It was tough going. So she got her first vaccine at seven weeks from the breeder. Then she had another vaccine at 10 weeks and then her final vaccine at 13 weeks. And then a week after that, she's immune. So six weeks with her, we couldn't bring her for a walk and I was losing my marbles. I didn't know what to do with her. I was running up and down the length and breadth of the apartment, trying to tire her out and keep her entertained. So I'm sure you can appreciate. You know, a garden obviously is ideal, but if you have an apartment, just keep in mind that the first six weeks, it's safer for them not to be outside because they can get a whole host of different things, picking them up on the footpath or the grass and get sick. So what happened was at her final vaccine, um, she was given too much vaccine, basically, and all the tissues in her body were swollen. So her eyes were swollen Um, Her tissue in her anal tract was swollen. Everything was swollen. And that ended up causing problems. I never got pet insurance because I was like, oh, no, it's fine. You know, the first 100 euro, you have to pay like 50 euro anyway. And then they pay the remainder. So whatever should be grand. So what I actually ended up doing was I left the first vet because I just wasn't happy with that particular vet. I won't name any names. It was in Dublin. Very reputable vet, expensive, state of the art, you know, all the things you want to give your precious little puppy. <laughs> um, I left there and, on good recommendation, moved to Village Vets in Stillorgan. And oh my god, fell in love with the vets here straight away. Powerhouse of women, love them. All the vets and nurses are incredible. And they have a pet plan that's 18 euro a month and that covers all your trips there, all the checkups. And especially because she was quite sick afterwards, we had to change her food twice. She was constantly getting enemas. We just had an awful lot of problems with her due to the the vaccine. Um, she just wasn't a happy puppy. Well, she was a very happy puppy, but she wasn't well. So I ended up spending a fortune between UCD and the old vet because they were, you know, charging 65 euro a time. I was going there twice, three times a week at the start to 18 euro a month. And it was you know, all covered within that 18 euro, all the trips, all I had to pay for was any antibiotics she needed or steroids and they were quite cheap. I think the steroids were like 12 euro for the week and very reasonable. So 18 euro a month for 12 months and she went so many times in the first two months there and when she went to Village Vets. Definitely worth it. So I would recommend any puppy owners getting a new pup Go to Village Vets to or I'm sure the other village vets in the chain is good, are good as well and pay your 18 euro a month, get your vaccines I think either for free or really reduced rate and all your checkups for free and as well anytime you know you're not sure, bring the puppy there or another pet, get it checked out again it's free. You get 20% off Royal Canon food as well which is good because it's quite expensive And also if you choose to get your dog neutered or spayed, I think they give you a discount as well. So when she's gone through her first heat, I'll definitely bring her back there. I actually recorded this episode maybe back in November as well when I recorded a chunk of them. However, I wanted to re-record it as I've learned a lot more since then and continue to learn more (laughs) all the time. She's five months old now, so she was born on August 4th. And we got her on September 27th. So it's just before she was eight weeks. Again, too early. I will say that. Things you need to check out are, I would actually rather get a dog at 10 weeks old than eight. I think the extra two weeks with their mom or their parents or their brothers and sisters would make a difference to them. That's something I would recommend as well. Also, they are little babies. They need 24-7 attention. I mean, I got her on a Sunday. And I started a new role in work on the Wednesday, I think, or the Thursday, whatever day the 1st of October was. And oh my goodness, I would not recommend starting a new promotion and getting a little baby puppy at the same time because they need 24-7 attention. They want love, affection, food. They need to be watched. They can eat everything and by everything I mean they can fish a tampon out of a bin in 0.2 seconds and have it halfway down their mouth with the string hanging out their mouth um before you know it and when you go to pull it they swallow and that's 163 euro in UCD vet. Yeah so there you go quarter to ten at night on a Wednesday night you know <laughs> you're getting ready to go into bed and read your book and yeah so you're rushing to UCD because I never realized how much they can expand. And especially when a dog is so small and they are so tiny, that is very dangerous. So we went there, they gave her a quick injection, 163 euro later, back out, right as rain, happy out, didn't know what went on. And she was loving life. So I was the only person very upset, but she was fine. It was very funny though, when the vet rang me Um, before they dropped her back out to the car. Because again, you can't go in because of coronavirus. Um, And he said that the the object that she had swallowed came up whole. And that's all he was going to say about it. (laughs) I think I gave a good picture there now of what it's like to have a new puppy. There are many pros and cons with everything you do. Especially when you are taking responsibility for a small animal. I know we are in coronavirus times, we're in lockdown 3.0 and it's not ideal but don't look at this as a time to get a puppy if you don't look at the long term. They are a 15 year investment you hope. They might be a 10 year investment, 12 year investment but I hope Waffles is alive for as long as possible because I'm obsessed with her. Um, As many people know she's a star of my social media. When I do go on I just post her because nothing else really in my life, well, Besides, you know, going for walks, which are with her, working, nobody wants to see work on Instagram and <laughs> yeah, that's British, especially in these times. But long term, if you're going on holidays, when we can go on holidays again, who's going to mind the dog? If you have to travel for work, who's going to mind the dog? And um, There's so many things to think of because it's not just you or, you know, you yourself or who you're with that you have to think about anymore as obviously they need to be looked after as well. There's many things. If you have a busy day at work and you have meetings, or if you have to travel with work again, or even if, you know, the stuff you want to do, like go shopping for the day, unless there's somebody, you know, feeding and playing with the dog, there's no point. So I do, sorry, I make it sound like a prison sentence. Absolutely not. But these are things that you have to be wary of. When lockdown ends, you know, how is your life going to change? Do you want it to change? There are also many pros, and I really want to highlight that as well, because while I have noticed the largest or the biggest impact and benefit to my life of having a puppy, I'm spending way less time on screens. For example, you know, back in October, well, no, it would have been November when I could bring her for a walk. Here she is now, popping in to say hello. Um, November, December, in the morning before work, it could have been lashing raining, but (laughs) I would get up, bring her out for a walk, come home, have a shower. She would be in the bathroom staring at me. Again, they latch on. They uh, have no... (laughs) Yes, you! Are you making noise there now? Good girl. Um, But yeah, as you can hear, she's constantly disrupting. um, And then I do a day at work. Lunchtime, instead of sitting down and being on my phone, or working through lunch, like I often do, I'd get up, put on my runners, and bring her out for a walk. Not even bring my phone sometimes, just like literally listen to the world go by, walk along, not have a distraction, not constantly being plugged in, and not constantly having notifications alerting me to stuff that isn't that important. And then after work again, finish up work, out again for a walk, outside, fresh air, not in front of a screen. So I know that probably isn't enough of an impact for a lot of people but it definitely has made a huge difference to me and how stressed I am or how happy I am and overall I think she has improved my health definitely not my bank balance um with (laughs) um you know the initial purchase and all the vet bills last year but I'm glad now that's over and she's healthy and happy again which is great news but yeah so it is an investment they are the best things ever. I absolutely love being woken up in the morning by her, playing, going out for walks, you know, having her like a hot water bottle on my stomach, watching TV at night or reading a book. It's the best feeling ever. But, you know, with all of that comes all the responsibility as well. So I hope this was insightful and helpful to anyone thinking of getting a puppy. I know it's January now. And this is going live. So... Just to understand, if you are getting a puppy in the next couple of months or in the market or in the position to bring one into your home now, please contact DSPCA or Dogs Trust first before contacting a breeder or going on dogs.ie. I, in hindsight, as I said, would have rehomed a dog had I known. But obviously it's too late now and i don't want a second one one's enough for me <laughs> um but yeah so definitely ring the dsbca and dogs trust find out what breed you want and what would suit you i wanted a chunkier dog i wanted like a bigger dog where with cockapoos she'll get you know a good size but not everyone likes that size dog they want smaller so maybe look at a cavapoo or a Cavachon or a malty poo or you know if you don't want a poodle mix look at another breed, there's plenty out there, but do your research, because they have different temperaments, and different personalities, and energies, and you have to walk some more, or some less, like I do know lurchers, I think, only need one walk a day, which is very good for people who work a lot, so again, find a dog that suits your lifestyle as well, because at the end of the day, it's not fair on them, really is it, Um, yeah, and last but not least, please reach out to me if you have any questions, I hope I answered, you know, anything you were thinking about anyway with money and vets and insurance. Again, I still wouldn't get pet insurance. I'd go with a pet plan at your local vet if they have one. And if they don't, even suggest one. Even say, if I pay you this much a month, can I have free checkups? And see what they say, you know, especially during these times. Um, But yeah, I think that's it for me. I think you've listened to me enough for today. Thank you very much for listening today. Next week, we have another episode next Monday. We are coming to the end of season two soon. So please let me know if you'd like to hear more for season three, or if you're sick of listening to me, no hassle there either. Um, or the content or the speakers you'd like to hear in season three as well, because season two is fully recorded at this stage. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a lovely week and chat to you soon. Bye-bye.